Oh, we're back in town. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. The boys are back in town. The boys are girls in town. <laughs> the boy girls, lady boys, is that what we are? Oh, are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Are we lady boys? Can you say that anymore? I don't know what you can say anymore. I need a list uh, put in front of me of the acceptable We are terms. boys that dress as ladies who also masquerade as little girls. I don't, <laughs> a little girl. I don't I know if I could be considered a boy. Girl. I think I've passed that age a long time ago. I, I want to You're little still little. a boy. Well, we're here we are back again at the Refocus Podcast. Can you believe it's been a little stretch here since we've been back on the mic? We should introduce ourselves. Should. I'm Goldie D. I'm Allison Wonderland, and we are here with our lovely, fabulous producer, Chelly Bowman. Bowman. Oh, Chelly. Oh, well, ma'am. I toss my hair back. back Check wait, my hair. Wait, don't Chelly, how you feeling? Uh, Feeling good as hell. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, y'all, don't finish too much of it. We might have to pay for it. Oh, that's right. Oh, they kinda... wouldn't. They don't even know who we are. Yeah, keep under the radar. Mm-hmm. So we don't do, uh, Come on, Lizzo. Out. You know you're helping out the, the folks down here, huh? Uh, She's so, got to make her money, too, though. You what? know, but on Vogue, she said that she wasn't doing this for her. She was doing it for us. Us, us. Mm. Yeah, and I feel that. Well, good. So, uh, here, uh, now it's, it's November, turn cold. We, when was the last time we had one out? August? Before I August? Uh, was it July? I don't know. I think it was July. It's been a little hot minute. We've had, um, we, we, we had uh, um, staff changes. We did have a staff change. New equipment. Brand new equipment. More expensive equipment. I, I, this is what my voice sounds like in HD. Oh, my goodness. Boy, that's, it's kind of making me moist. <laughs> I, I have like a vocal fry today. Uh, is that still a thing? I think so. In I mean, California, was, I think it, it was is. really popular back in the early when era. Clueless was on. Yeah, and then that show Suburbia. Did you ever watch it or not Suburbia? What was it? Suburgatory was on ABC. The little best friend. It was the, um, yeah, the little best friend of the little nerdy girl had a very bad vocal fry. You know who I remember fry. had it on Friends? Phoebe's twin sister did it. Oh yes. Uh, oh, what was uh, Ursula? Was it? Ursula, Ursula? I think is her name. <laughs> Did you know that it was 25 years since uh, Friends ha- debuted? Oof. You weren't even born, were you? I, yes, I was. Barely. You weren't watching Friends, I suppose. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I was probably watching Rugrats. I think it went off in Rugrats was the animated version of Friends. Was it? I bet that's actually like Rugrats became Friends Oh, those later. Rugrats always disturbed me. Those little characters. They just look... Cartoons are supposed to be pleasant and cute. Those look like little mm. demons. A little jumbled up, yeah. Well, it's like that Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's that show was actually kind of gross. Or You're right about that. That was weird, really weird. One character held his eyeballs all the time. <laughs> my, or that my mother, my nephew, who's older, was uh, he's in there watching that Bemis and Butthead. Bemis. Bemis and Butthead. Bemis up to your ship. Yeah. So it Let's, is November, and yeah. Well, so the time has changed. The time has changed. It's. Uh, What's different for you since August? Well, I'm, you know, I don't know, but uh, not me. Not a whole lot for me, but I just do know that, uh, you know, it's past November 3rd and the clocks went back and mm. uh, and, and it's getting darker earlier. And my Has mother, the winter solstice happened? No, that happens in November, December 22nd, I believe, this year. Oh, so it's cold. It's a, colder than a witch's tit outside. Yeah, it's gotten cold. We got early. Usually we don't get these teens until January. Jan- um. But, it's downright. Well, anyway, outside. but I did, did, so I, my mother used to call when it 
it's, it's well, we're no longer on daylight saving time. We're on standard time. My mother always called, I just don't like this fast time. I said, what's it called? <laughs> fast well, time. Well, it's, it's, it's dark. dark so fast. Yeah. It's fast time. You know, Camille absolutely hates it. She complains about so, it too. So, she loves summertime and the brightness outside. I like it too, but I, apparently if I'm really busy, I don't notice it. If I got time to sit around and so I've been busy, I haven't noticed it. Does Do you have, is it, was it, help me out here, jelly seasonal, what's it called? Depression. But it's got a disorder. What's it called? It's called SAD, I believe. Yes. Uh, Seasonal yeah. Affective Disorder. That's it. That's oh, it. I thought you were just called So it, that's a real thing. Yeah. Seasonal Affective Disorder. Does it bother disorder. you? Oh, tremendously. I mean, that's why I go to TJ Maxx. Oh, that's you, you do retail therapy. Does you, it, well, you just kind of, you know, you go to TJ Maxx, you don't have, a, you don't know what you, TJ Maxx tells you what you need. I love TJ Maxx. I haven't gone in a while. I love TJ Smell but, a candle, uplift your spirit. <laughs> well, you know, I, I buy just, a paper towel holder made of copper. I'm good. I'm good unless you have those like seven or eight, like a week in, in a row where it's cloudy and cold. I can't deal with that. I gotta have some sun. Couldn't stuck live in, there. in Seattle. Oh, I don't know how they do it. I'm going to Seattle. Are in May. you? I need to go up there. I got people. You know why I'm going? Street. Me and my friend Linda Abbott are going to one of the few quiet places in America that are unmarred by human-made sound. Well, We're gonna hike into Olympic National Park. Oh, I yeah? read about this. I read an article. So about this. yeah, so this guy has designated. He's trying to get Congress to like designate him as like national. Refugee, or I don't know, whatever you call it, reservations of some sort. Treasure. Uh, and uh, there's only a few of them. In 1970, there were like 75 or something. I don't know what the number was. A lot more of them than there are today. I think today in America, there are only four or five places, uh, maybe a little more than that, that are un, uh, I said unmarred, but unaffected or where you can't hear man made sound. Oh my goodness. So what are you going to do when you get there? Sit. <laughs> maybe, maybe sing. sing. Maybe, I was gonna say maybe sing a little. Something. You sing something. Oh, I mean, that would do me well for about two minutes. I'm like, okay, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> well, I, so, so I had a client who hikes all the time. He said, so when you get there, you're gonna eat a granola bar and walk back. And I was like, well, maybe. Why'd you say that? And he said, well, in hiking, apparently, I, mean, I guess it's the thing. Like, you get to the destination where you've been going. Everybody eats a granola bar and they walk oh, back. That sounds typical. Sounds yeah. nice, actually. Granola. I already know what kind of I granola bar I thought about you guys earlier. I had something um, before I got here, a little um, quinoa. It's a little uh, pack, a little cup that you can either eat room temperature. Ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love and that. They, I, can't, I don't think we can say where we, uh, you can get it. <laughs> oh, that's right next to my gym if I go to the right, secondary Right, right, right. So uh, they have this wonderful little, their quinoa and all these different flavors. And you can either eat them room temperature, you can put it in the microwave for a couple of seconds. Quinoa is such a nice... Uh, and it was really good. So I was like, oh my gosh. I, I had um, roasted pepper and artichoke uh, quinoa. Oh, well, Chelly and Goldie would love this because they're all about those. Uh, then I probably said, well, I didn't read the the um, ingredient list. It probably is not as healthy because it was only just, a dollar. Let me just stop you. Half my dinner just now at well, Mul- I mean, was not, at Mulan. Well, I was going to say, half my dinner at Mulan was those crunchy wonton uh, pieces of shit. Well, you're going through something you did. <laughs> you're not on your, on, your, on your kick. But you know what I mean? I mean, I, I didn't read the ingredient list. I'm you're not. going through something. No, 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 no. You're just, you're just not, you're not, it's winter and you're trying to. Oh, yeah. You well, know, I'll be vegan in December. 
It was November last year. It was, but there was uh, Stevie was in town. My, yes. my friend. I was gonna, we were going to talk about him. Oh yeah, my friend Our Stevie. Friend from down under. My friend Stevie from Australia came. Uh, well, he just got approved to live here as a dual citizen of Australia and America, oh. and he was living in in uh, L.A. He came and tried out Memphis. Right now, he's giving Chicago a try. He doesn't know where he's going to end up. He's such a fun person. He really oh. is. I do enjoy. Him so much in his little videos. If you, uh, <laughs> we, ought, we ought to plug him and talk. Yeah, because he's a good he's media. a good supporter. Oh, he, oh his social media is nice. But he um he was uh, helped me organize my apartment uh, while he stayed with me, and he also helped me adopt a dog. I, I know a dog. you have a you have a furry companion. Yeah, and it's not it's not a man. <laughs> well, that's it. looking for that at the moment, but I. Uh, it, a good oh substitute. Lord. A good substitute. Are you really on the search? No, girl. I, you know, uh, so uh, those who listen to our podcast, yeah. I'm single now and am living in my own apartment for the first time, uh, by myself for the first time, almost uh, maybe ever. Ever, I, I probably. Don't, maybe you know, she wasn't even in the womb by herself. No, I was with the, I've never been by myself. And that's partially the reason why I got a dog. So this dog, I, I understand. I have not had the privilege of meeting Roscoe. Roscoe, yet. little, so, little Roscoe. So Roscoe is um, uh, an older dog. He's not a puppy. He's six years old. Um, yes. He's sickly. He has a double ear infection. He has oh. heartworms. Oh no! And he just got his little niblets cut off. Well, I miss. You took on quite a little challenge there, didn't you? But now, does he have a, like a whole little regimen of medicine he has to take? Yes, but he's he's ending one of them. Or just ended today, I guess. I can't remember. But uh, it was like a pain reliever of some kind or an anti-inflammatory pain reliever Does he mix. Does seem like he's in pain? Well, after he got done with the pain reliever, he started barking. He, has, he was a con- completely mute dog for a week or a week and a half. And then when he stopped taking the pain reliever, he barked for the first time. And I was like, It's you, fuck? baby. It's you, Goldie. Well, it was when someone approached me. He's very territorial. Yeah. I mean, you know, that old saying, you could make a blind man want to see. Oh, <laughs> I make blind people just Catch wanna... a fish without a hook. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it, it, living alone is a definite learning curve. Oh, but you'll get, uh, you'll get to enjoy it and love it and luxuriate in it. My goodness. Well, I, there, there's something about having a roommate or specifically having a significant other, but just ha- having a roommate that gives you a little bit of security. I missed it. The security well, or the peace of mind. Maybe. I can tell you that if you do live with somebody, it makes you a little bit more accountable for where you leave your like, clothes shit. and shit. Oh my gosh, my but apartment. If nobody's looks, coming in there. Who gives? You a- know, I did drag today, so my apartment is a mess. It's an absolute wreck. Yeah, drag is um, like an explosion. I did, for those you've never done it, <laughs> I was in drag today at by noon. By, or it was like eleven forty-five. Oh I didn't know you had to get ready that early. I had to be there at noon, so I was in drag really probably like eleven forty-five, eleven thirty. Oh my goodness! So I mean, I was downtown in daylight in full drag. A little day drag. A little day drag. It was it was a big day drag. You can't do little with well, gold. You know that's true, but I, I find that uh, some folks do real well in the daytime in drag. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think you do terrible. You think I do terrible? No, 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 no. I think you. It, it looks great. It looks. I think it looks okay. I would call it like my best. I mean, there's some folks. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not mentioning. Don't get upset and write me no letters and tell me, but girl, you talking about me? I didn't say no names. And then might I be in the city? Iris Lafleur. Oh no, no she, I would never say that about her. She's probably the mo- the I would, uh, best one a day. I'm not even saying this in the city, but I've been around. I'm like, oh. 
<laughs> well, that's why uh, we, on Pride Festival Day, uh, some of these queens really do their makeup. I'm like, well, just slap something on. You're gonna, everybody's going to see you in the daylight. It's going to look like shit anyway. Well, it's, it does. It's a little harsh, you know. Um, I like when I do my, uh, like a day face, I open all my windows and just get, get it raw out there, you know. What get saying? it raw, raw dog. Get raw dog this, <laughs> this makeup face. Is that a raw dog? Raw dog it. Oh, Lord. That's something else. I, I really didn't know what that meant for a long time. What does it mean? It means to. A hot dog, dog without the bun? No. It's, it, you. Um, a hot dog without the relish. Have intercourse without protection. So a hot dog without the bun. A uh, friend, of, a, a straight person said it was without any lubrication, but I don't think that's always the term. Oh my god! I, I almost said something out loud. That's terrible. That I almost admitted to something. Uh, but actually, that's terrible. Was, you should not I, do that. It was actually. Uh, <laughs> my mom listens to this. That's a terrible thing that I know, shouldn't happen. I, know. I actually, um, <laughs> I was just, actually uh, texted that person. I'm like, okay, what does raw dog mean? They said, beat it up, by, beat it up with no oil. No. I did, I, did, I did that with a scrambled egg the other day and ruined a pan. No, you can. Beat it up with no this oil. This is with them copper pans, you know, those little I need copper to, pans. You can really ruin something without, use oil. Isn't it funny how people say that, 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 that people think they're actually beating it up when they're. Oh, no. <laughs> you, like, oh, you think you give yourself a whole lot more credit, baby. Oh, God. Speaking of raw dog, though, um, they opened uh, that new prep clinic. Yes. I really thought you were going to start plugging the hot dog place, Dog House. house. Oh, we can do that, too. The the dog house and and the corner both opened. Uh, The corner is our prep clinic. And they're both serving raw dogs. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I think the corner still wants you to have safe sex. Yes, they do. Because because prep does not mean you are uh, safe from everything. Yeah, safe from everything. I actually had that question. You know, I was just wondering... since prep and Truvada came out, does that mean that people are having less protective? Well, yes. other uh, yes, studies have shown. I believe that uh, other forms of STDs have are increased. on the rise, and I know several in the city that have uh, contracted. Said, why do you look over here? It wasn't you, baby. Because I'm, I am clean as. Uh, no, not you. I'm thinking of something someone clean. What's something clean? I am clean as a plastic it's, cup. It's someone we know, not but he will used. Never, I don't know. Someone we know, but he clean. I don't think he listens to our podcast, so he would never. Uh, who? Who? I can't say name. What? What are you saying about it? But he, this person contracted the gonorrhea. <laughs> you can say his name. He's proud of it. He's telling everybody at the public station. <laughs> oh, no. You can say her name. Well, name. we don't have to say a name, but we can just say that everybody can assume who it is. I'm just saying it's and because you, you have a false sense of, uh, um, you know, um, Security that that you think I'm infallible, and uh, but there's other things. And let me there. just tell you, that it's not even a hundred percent. There are other things. HIV. Let me just tell you, there are other things. That's me, sorry. There are other things out there that you can get that are not HIV that may even be worse, in my opinion, right. because there's not ways to control it. Also, HPV. HPV. Uh, the we, hepatitis. We don't have to dip. We don't dip too far in it. But somebody in this community passed away from HPV-related illnesses, and it was a male. Yeah. Really, yeah. I heard yes. that ninety percent of adults have some yes. sort of yes. But in healthy bodies, uh, they say they say healthy live. What is it? Liver of a healthy bodies will 
expel it from yeah. themselves every couple of years. Well, that lets me out. My liver ain't expelling nothing. <laughs> well, that person who died, they said that he uh, got worse and worse because he was a mad alcoholic that didn't take care of himself. Well, you know, it happens. But I, I don't, I'm, I'm not a complete alcoholic. She just, says with a 40 of wine. Yes. Well, we are recording. So you got, you've got to take the edge off of recording. We, you want us to be witty and cute. Mm, well, you got one of them. Yeah, well. <laughs> I never said I was cute when I'm witty. Uh, no. We had to go to the bank the, yesterday, the other day, and uh, some bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, just so we had to go to the <laughs> bank and open an account for another organization. That, and, <laughs> uh, this um, two people, the person that normally does the business type accounts, was not there. So these two people were helping us, and we were three of us were there. We were cutting up, and they said we had the best time. Y'all made this go by so easy, and I said the only thing we needed was cocktails. It had been a fun time. Did y'all have cocktails? No, we're at a bank. You can't bring wine into a bank? Well, I mean, I didn't think about it. It was 2.30 in the afternoon. But uh, they were really cute, and they were entertained, and uh, I've kept them uh, abreast of uh, what we do. It's at Friends of Georgia's, that is. Goldie got up from her microphone to go fill her uh, vessel with wine. Can you make up some kind of more fun story? Well, I could have been doing any number of things. A gentleman caller walked in. <laughs> and I went to make sure he found his appointment. Oh. <laughs> uh, did the old bend and snap. <laughs> well, I got, so, so now that I am uh, dating, dating is. Oh, back the, in the dating world. Dating is the biggest fuck all ever. It, it, God, it, it's terrible. You know, I have not really dated in this new era. Error, error. Error. I think error is perfectly fine to say in this new era of all this. uh, You know, back in my day, like I think I've said it on other podcasts. You know, a gentleman got your phone number, called you up, took you out for drink or dinner, and now it's just like I would love to be taken out to dinner. If you hear this, I don't care if you're ugly. It's fine if you have an extra tooth somewhere. Get their phone number. Let's just go to dinner, and you can buy me some fish or something, and I can go home. I mean, yeah, you get a phone number for a text, maybe, but. That's later. Now it's always on the apps, and they don't even know your real so, name. So listen to this. So I don't know if y'all have gotten this. Y'all are both single people. Um, <laughs> Chelly's, uh, Chelly's ain't always single. <laughs> Chelly, is a Chelly, throw that uh, thing out in the circle. You need to uh, be out on the street getting this. Uh, it's Chelly is single. Chelly, you single? I'm single. Okay, Chelly, she's single. Say it one more, single. Chelly, say it one more time. I'm single. Oh, Girl, honey, single. Ladies, we will take uh, applications for... Uh, <laughs> oh my god! You know this podcast is gonna with the three of us single. This podcast is turning into a thing. Listen, it's got a theme now. We have to what. find dates from the podcast. Yeah. That's oh, why we're doing the podcast. That's a whole reason why I do, oh, well, I Alice in Wonderland is single or I'm Steve Cosset. I'm never free, but I'm frequently available. Ooh! So let me just tell y'all, I tried the um, Facebook dating. I didn't know there was such a thing as Facebook dating. It's been advertising to me ever since I changed my dating status from the last person I was dating to now. It has been advertising it to me like very hardcore. Well, I can. I'm glad you told me that because now that every time somebody sends me a friend request and I'm, I'm almost automatically always accept it just oh, because I do. Now I've learned because when I've done that, it's always been these people. Um, then they private message you and they think. Uh, and I'm like, Y'all have something to say. Excuse me. Just because we have friends each other, doesn't mean we have anything me. to say to Oh, no, they want to try to get with you. This is not a, a, a dating site. Mm. And also, you live in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Green card. Uh, 
Why you? Why? I got, one got really angry. Why are you engaging with people from Dubai? Well, well, I wasn't, but you know, one was from England, and mm-hmm. I knew what he was getting at, and I never. Why did you accept my friend request if you're not going to speak to me? I said, you have a great point. I am going to delete you now. <laughs> Fair point. Let me delete you. But on Facebook dating. Yes, it's different uh, so than this, Tinder and all that. This is how it works. It actually links you up with people that you're not friends with on Facebook, which, hold on to that for a second. Okay. But it links you with people you're not friends with, but that people that you have shared interests with or that you go to the same events in the same region. So if you go to the same events, the same region, region like it, like in in the Desoto County, Memphis, to the tri-state area, Nashville, yeah. If you're going, if you're going, to, if you're going to the same yeah. types of events, it, it puts those people in your queue. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. But the problem is that I learned is that I thought like, oh, this is good. We have shared interests. We go to the same events, but we're not friends. And with some, uh, maybe at least just just with me, there is a reason why people are not my friends. I mean, I'm not. I I pretty much accept all the good ones i would admit or i accept pretty much everybody um so if i haven't accepted a firm request from you there is a reason and that's what i learned doing the facebook dating i think maybe you should start a new vlog of dating in memphis uh it's dating gay dating in the teens oh my we're in the teens now aren't we oh i thought you meant i'm in my teens no no we're out of the aughts we're in the teens it's we're, well, almost, we're about, we're about to, be to be in the twenties. Oh, gay right. dating in the in the twenty twenties. The gay twenties. The gay twenties. Oh gosh, I'm going to turn thirty in the twenties. Oh, bless your heart. God, bless it, bless it. So, uh, and, uh, you know, when I was your when was your, your last date, Alice? I don't even know. I can't even tell you. Wait, we mean a real date or? <laughs> What are we? What are we talking here? I went on a date not too long I mean, ago. You talking about you know where you actually went out and yeah. said, "Oh God, I can't even tell you." I thought you had a boyfriend. Girl, where you been? I thought it was that Steve guy. Oh, no, 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 no. He's my friend. No, no, everybody thinks that. He's sweet. I love him. Everyone thinks that. Everyone thinks that. I think Allison's a little too old for him. Yeah, I think I was, uh, yeah, a little too old and a little too uh, American. (laughs) 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 He would love, he listens to it, so he'd love that. Uh, Steve Speed, if you're out there, um, I'm. Willing to be any nationality possible. But, he, uh, but so available. you know, Steve Speed, one time drunkenly, we did say one night that if, that, and uh, this was many years ago, that if we never ever you made a pact. found that person, we would uh, get married and be together. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to chime in on that soon. <laughs> cause I well, don't, Steve. We, uh, we ain't getting no fresher. <laughs> well, uh, he does have a good retirement plan, I think. Huh? I, He's an interesting fella. He seems like a dad. He's we, a dad type. Well, you know, I know him from yeah. Um, when I used to work with Tom right. Rowe back. Oh, I remember. Back in the day. Oh, you used to work with Tom Rowe. Yeah, I was on his paint crew for five or six years. Oh, so. yeah, I remember you guys. Uh, and we uh, used to work with. Steve. Yeah, he at dish the dish days. He would love to see you run into your dish. <gasps> Don't y'all miss dish? <laughs> Think about that chocolate starfish. Ew! It's not. Ch- it's strawberry. Yeah, well, one of these days it's going to be chocolate. <laughs> I don't care how well you dish, girl. It, it's, uh, yes, it is true. The rosebud. It's no longer. It, it will. It so always, it's time. <laughs> oh, my I God. Think you can bleach. Anal bleaching, yes, is a thing. People, I probably should have already started. What, you don't? Think, what, you don't? Well, I have no complaints so far. <laughs> Let me. I mean, who's going to look at your ass? It's supposed to be dark anyway. Why are you looking at your asshole? I like a little bit of light. Oh, my friend years ago used to have, you remember those, um, 
oh, maybe y'all don't. I'm, I'm talking to young people here. But back in the 90s, those black torture lamps, the halogen lamps where everybody had uh-huh. Well, my friend had one in his bedroom. And that's a friend, not, not anything else. And he had a little blue light in it. And so I was like, what is that blue light? He goes, that's my trick lamp. Oh, he turned it on for mood lighting? Yeah, I guess. So. Well, he could see a little bit what was happening. He liked to know what was going to. He liked to know what was about to hit him. I'll keep the. I like to keep. I like to keep the lights on. You know, I'm, I'm like, what is it, Motel 6? Some people like to know I'll what's coming out of my Don't surprise you. me. I, li- I like a light. I'm not sure. Also, I'm just joking, folks. Also, I'm not afraid of uh, imperfection. You know, I have a lot of stretch marks because I used to be fat. You do not. Uh, you you have seen them. Oh my God! You have maybe one. I have like eight on each side. You see, well, girls have lots of stretch well, marks. But listen, well, listen, you, listen. If one if time, had a baby. In, one time, I was having sex with the lights on in college in my dorm room, and my uh, ex boyfriend, his name is Ian. I was going to say his last name, but he's a professional working. Don't do his, it. Don't do his it. His name no is Ian, name. and uh, he asked me if I had gotten mauled by a tiger, <laughs> and I, I. Fuck with you not. <laughs> well, this person apparently was young. But I think called tiger stripes. Well, I've got several. <laughs> what was it? This person was very young, probably. Oh, he was—he's younger than me, right? So I mean, he, and we were in college. You have he was to really understand. Young. He probably never knew what that was, and he was naturally thin, like all. Well, I mean, you know, fuckers. <clears throat> my first experience of seeing stretch marks was on a pregnant lady. My sister, you know, was pregnant, and ooh, what are all those lines? Oh my god. They're beautiful. There's footprints of time on your skin. You know what's a, you know what is an extra fuck all? Um, how many times am I allowed to say? Can't fuck you bleach on them? Bleach what? Can't you do something to make them less noticeable? Your stretch marks. Mm-hmm. Not everything is healed with bleach. Is there a loofah? <laughs> can't you loofah it? Is there a reverend we could call? I mean, can't you loofah? I, then they say that in uh, Caddyshack. Says, come, you come loofah my stretch marks. Honey. Oh my god! <laughs> come and loofah my stretch marks. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, the biggest fuck all is that uh, I got stretch marks, you know, on my side from where I was fat and shit. And then, I'm, am I cursing too much? Um, and then, and we then, are not a P a G rated podcast. So, and then live your truth. Now that my, my I'm getting like more muscles in my arm. I'm getting. You I really get stri- are. The other day, oh my god, that little picture on your story. What the f- what girl? You gonna have to stop wearing strapless? Well, I did. I did say in that photo shoot today. I was like, make sure I don't look like a man because yeah. uh, I've been building muscle. That's the one reason I have never taken myself to the gym. You don't want to mess up your drag I career, don't want to, huh? I don't want people to see all through my drag. I can see all through your drag. I mean, big old muscular, muscularity arms and everything. I don't want that. No, 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 no. All those pictures of me from the Focus Awards, I was like, wow, Please. that is a she man woman. No, hater. that's not. I'm just fucking lazy. Is what it is. I don't. No, I'm talking about myself. My that's why, no, that, that's what I tell everyone. Well, you know, I, I have an image to uphold. Speaking of the Focus Awards, yes. uh, we were there. We did uh, some interviews. We did. We did we some. Were... We did. So, we, it was our first time with our new producer with new equipment. So we had. We say if you got interviewed, it's not included. We had some testicle difficulties. We got testicle difficulties, but we we were, we salvaged them. Uh, we interview. Who all did we interview? Well, Elijah Townsend. Uh, from Sage, Sage the owner rest, of Sage, owner and chef, chef and of owner, Sage, yes. and uh, um, um, and he was a nominee that night. And it, the event was held at Ballet Memphis, and we what a uh, gorgeous event! It's a lovely facility, and we got to talk to the uh, 
Direct, uh, He's the creative director, creative director. right? The new creative director, uh, yes. Stephen McMahon. Yes, lovely, lovely individual. Lovely, and, lovely. Uh, it was McMahon. McMahon. He also gave a lovely speech in the uh, actual award ceremony. He did. Welcoming everyone to uh, the facility. Uh, and it is beautiful. State-of-the-art new facility. For those of you who don't know, Valley Memphis uh, recently, and I think we talked about this maybe on previous podcasts, that they've recently moved into a wonderful new facility in the heart of Midtown Memphis at uh, Overton Square. Well, why should we talk about it? We should just show our interview with it. That's right. Let's do that. Here it is. Hello, I'm Goldie D. I'm Allison Wonderland. And we are at live at the Focus Awards 2019. Oh, and this is your re-podcast. This is a re-focus. Re-focus podcast. Girl, you don't even know the I name of our know. podcast. I'm so embarrassed. I don't God. have to know the name of it. It's yes. going to show up there. The check there. is clear. It doesn't really That's matter. That's what I say. Long the check keep coming out. Girl. Well, we'll just keep sitting for it, baby. Listen, I got you a drink. It looks like bourbon of some sort. Oh, it's something brown. We are here. We're yeah, lying down, down here. It feels so good. I love oh, it when brown does that. I had that one time. Girl. Listen, uh, we are live at the Focus Awards at Ballet Memphis. Ballet And Memphis. we're here with, I'm going to butcher this, but you're the a artistic director. Say yeah. The artistic director. The artistic director of Ballet Memphis. And say your full name if you don't mind. Stephen McMahon. Stephen oh, McMahon. He is the He's man. He's a McMahon. Stephen McMahon, the man. Listen, Stephen. Um, how long have you been in the position? It's relatively new, is that right? Well, I've been with Ballet Memphis since, since 2004. Mm. I was a dancer for a really, really long time. You look like a dancer. You do like a dancer. Not, not as much Sexy anymore. Well, I know it happens to the best of us. It does. does, does. You know, Allison used to be a dancer. Yeah, a well, private yeah, dancer. A private dancer, but that's a whole different story, girl. <laughs> dancing we don't have dancing, honey. <laughs> Amen. And I became your artistic director in July this year. Oh, that's wow. wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You got any regrets about accepting that position yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. God, you're not supposed to ask that. Uh, well, it's bound to happen eventually. Now, uh, how, how much is the pressure of this job? It seems like a big, important job. It is. It is. It's a it's a big shift from being a dancer, where you know, for most of your life, you're told what to do. Now I have to tell other people what to do. But more so, I have to work with people to get the best out of them. Leadership know? is collaborative. It is the best. Like you should. I believe the leadership is like the best leadership is like being a somebody who lifts as you climb. Now you, I, we know somebody who works for you, so I know this yeah. uh, uh, to be true. But you have some of the best people working for you in Memphis. Yeah. I feel like absolutely, we audition our dancers. They come from all over the world. I did. I'm from Scotland originally. Oh, and so yeah, our dancers come from Spain, Panama, Japan, and all over the United States. Oh, we are very fortunate to have in this city a ballet company of this caliber. I, 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 thanks for that. I, I believe it. I think that it's actually random that we have a ballet I, mean, I don't know how it even happens. Other cities don't even have a ballet company. And we have one of, a, uh, of, one of the highest caliber, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, and that's all down to Dorothy Gunther Pugh, who founded... Oh, I love Dorothy. Dorothy founded the company in 1986 with, like, two professional dancers yeah. and yeah. a tiny budget, and she made this thing in 33 years. Well, we owe her a debt of gratitude. Your supportive staff here, uh, your costume director who we're partial to, Bruce Bowie. Yes. I think I know her. Uh, oh, yeah. I've met her once uh, The woman who I believe had your job prior to you, and several other people. Uh, you have a large staff of very talented people. Uh, is it is it difficult to learn the how to relegate responsibility to those people? Is it come naturally to you? Was it like herding cats? 
I mean, sometimes hurting, like sometimes it can be hurting cats. No, but we have a really tight staff. It's um, it's in, this shift don't sail if we're not all together. It doesn't work. Amen. I Every single that. person that works here has to be on board. And they are. They, they work really, really hard. You know, working in the arts is not easy. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a thankless job, as we said. Well, as we know, don't we? As we, we know. As we well honey. know, Goldie. God. Now, um, it's, uh, do you have any goals that you don't want to share? You know, like I said, Dorothy worked really hard to get to the, to get the company to the level it's at and the prominence within the city and with nationally. And so I feel like because I've come up here, the dancer here, I understand our culture. That I really just want to be the culture keeper of what Dorothy's work. Oh, that's wonderful! And I really just want to. You want to stay on brand, as they I say. I want to stay on brand. I'm not a radical guy, and I want to. I, I just. I want everybody in our city to know that Ballet Memphis exists. Whether you choose to engage with us or not, but they know that there is a. There is a pillar. One of the pillars of the kind of arts and culture um, institutions in town, and we're one of them. Now, it seems obvious to me, I don't know if it seems obvious to anybody else, but it seems obvious to me that the Ballet Memphis would be LGBT uh, focused in some kind of way. Uh, what does it mean to you to have the Focus Awards, which is an LGBT award ceremony here at the Ballet? It, it, it just makes, I don't know if I have the words for it, because like I said, I've been here for a long time and I've seen Memphis, you know, grow and change, but as a proud queer man, you know, it makes me really happy that, that our, our space can be a welcoming space for, for, for our community who works so hard and um, I feel really um, honored to, to be able to, to support you guys, to support well, the community. Well, it's a beautiful welcoming space and we're so glad that you... Uh, had us here, the Focus Awards. Yes, we're, us we here. feel so welcome here, and uh, I feel like it's, it's the beginning of a wonderful friendship between the LGBT community in general and uh, this establishment, which is a new uh, new thing, and I think that we have a lot to thank you for that. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Uh, like, like I said, you know, you're, you're my family. Yeah, and so exactly. We're, exactly. We're all in this together, and um, let's keep doing good work. So we'll be back, girls. We'll be we'll back at the back. ballet. Come back. Buy your tickets. <laughs> Buy your tickets. Yes. Buy a season ticket. Listen, uh, we'll be here with other people at the Focus Awards. Stay tuned uh, for more uh, guests and nominees here at the Focus Awards 2019. Thank you so much, baby, for being with us. Do you love or hate being a part of award ceremonies like that? Is it a mixed bag? Oh, I don't mind it at all. I really don't. Do you like sitting through an award ceremony? Yeah, well, I like ceremonies. I always have. All my life, I love... uh, Ceremonies and rituals, that's my that's thing. That's why you're Methodist, aren't Episcopalian. You're Episcopalian. It's still the same. They have, yeah, well, they have you know, little rituals. Well, yeah, it's a little bit worse. They have the it's recitation It's Catholic light. <laughs> Listen. Third I, less guilt. I uh, sang with uh, my friend Thomas Cesario at his show. He goes to Calvary, well, I believe. That's where I should go. <laughs> oh, well, I sang in the little choir with him in those wool robes or whatever they were made of. Ooh. Your cassock and cotton. It was it it's they don't have any air conditioning no, in that no. place. They do. It just was. When was it that you sang? What type of July? Oh well, you know it's no. It's a hundred and something year old building. So, you know, it's like the Molly Fontaine Lounge downtown. I'm, I'm like, you know, it don't care when you go in the summer. They cannot keep that place cool. Um, have you ever eaten at Sage downtown? You know, I have not. I went one Sunday um, for brunch. And the line was... It's long. It's busy there. It was going to be an hour and a half 
at least wait. And, I think that, but I have not gone back yet, and I would like to because I hear wonderful things, and I know people that go all the time. It's I, part of their. I like it because it's kind of uh, it's really really uh, nice flavored food, and it's kind of a hefty portion. That you get. Yeah, well, I, you know that's always. I, feel, I always leave real full from there. I love well, that's, that place. You know, that's what most people in America, we think about that when we go out to eat. We want to be. Well, uh, then you have these places in Midtown, these newer places. Cool. That are, it's, in, in, in Memphis, it's either the new places are burger places or they're places that give you two bites of food. I, I like safe food. <laughs> we do have an abundance of burger establishments, don't we? If it's in between two pieces of bun. I mean, I mean, I love a burger like the next person, but. Come on, come Can on. Can we just all go to Five Guys? We have a Five Guys. Let's I've put a period at the once. end of that sentence. Oh, I love Five Guys. I've only been once, and I went with, it was when they first opened. I don't know why. I didn't dislike it. I just never think about going there. Um, you should, well, because my burger go-to is Huey's. I love the Huey's. Well, uh, let's go to Sage together. I'd let's go. To we'll go. Sage. Let's go to Sage. Until we make it, let's play our oh, interview with, with Elijah. Uh, Elijah from Sage at the Focus at Awards. The let's listen. Uh, can it's required. <laughs> a cocktail is required to be on the uh, Refocus podcast. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. That's again. Uh, uh, we're hey. here now with you. Say your name, Peter Murray. Elijah Townsend. Elijah. Yes. Elijah, you are nominated for what award this evening? The People's Choice Award. Oh, oh look at that. Now, tell us, uh, Elijah, you may not know this personally because you didn't nominate yourself. Why do you think you're nominated for this award? I think I'm nominated for this award because business or person, I'm authentic. Amen. And I'm proud of the community that I'm able to serve and also to be an example for anyone that's coming up that you can do anything. It doesn't matter who you are, who you love. And so I'm just honored to be here and to be recognized. Oh, that is amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. So that's wonderful. You're going to make me tear up over here. Please you make my mascara run. No, it's waterproof, right? Oh, heck, I don't Mine know. Mine is waterproof. Well, I hope it is. Maybe she's well, going with it. You know, I maybe, think maybe it's, it's Maybelline. Maybe it's surgery. <laughs> Tattoo. Now, Hello. Elijah, Elijah, tell us what you do. I know, I I know am personally. the executive chef of Sage Memphis, which is located, shameless plug, at 94 South Main. And I love to cook. I love to operate out of my passion and my purpose, which is feeding people oh, and bringing people my, together. Oh, my. Can you say that one more time? You love to operate out of your purpose. Oh, that is. A, out of your I think that's my new favorite thing in the world. I do. I think that's what I'm going to say. That. I'm going to operate out of my purpose. What is uh, Sage doing right now that uh, is exciting for people in Memphis that uh, we want to tell our audience about? Sage is a place where everyone is welcome. And our most objective goal is to have everyone have a great experience. And so that's what SAGE represents. Our mantra is serving a great experience. And we don't care who you are, where you're from. We want you to come to SAGE and feel welcomed, feel loved, and enjoy the experience through food, drinks, and fellowship. Well, it doesn't hurt the food. is absolutely amazing. That's what, that's what I hear. <laughs> now, uh, is there something that you're looking forward to going forward? Uh, you may or may not win an award tonight, but is there something, regardless of how this evening transpires, that you're uh, excited to do going forward? I'm just excited to continue, again, to operate out of my purpose and show anyone who is LGBTQXYZ that we are a part of the human race. We are a part of society. Experience. Absolutely. 
and we are here for a reason and we can excel and accomplish anything that we set our minds to. Uh, how long do you think that you'll be with Sage? Because it seems like you have a lot of great things coming your way. Oh, well, you know, Sage is like my baby. Yes. So you can never abandon sure. your children. No, you can't. So I'll be a part of Sage no matter whether I extend outside of Memphis. Sage will always be just like Memphis. It will be home. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sage will have a second coming. Yes, and I won't tell you what. Y'all can't see his suit, but his suit is on. Oh, okay. The only thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to accessorize. And I do agree with that. (laughs) Stuck to that for many years. Yes. Roger, you are adorable. We appreciate you. you. Thank you so So much much. for having me. Listen, you can catch uh, more from us here on the podcast. We're going to interview more of the nominees. We are so thankful for Elijah, and we see great things coming for him. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you so much for having me, love. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait, let me look up. What, what does Sage have a little bit of you? Let's listen. Oh, they have um, some kind of like um, egg roll thing that has like oh, macaroni and cheese yeah. in it. It's really good. Now, now, all these new places, we have talked about these new places that are open. I've not been down to the uh, Third and Court Diner. Have you? No, Third and Court? It's in the, that new hotel that's across from oh, the okay, so I don't ballpark. Think I don't know if it's open yet. No, they're open. Third and Court? Oh, that place that was in that. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't been yet, but it, uh, they were in the Daily Memphis or the yeah. Commercial Appeal or something. Yeah. They, they've also got something downstairs. they got, like, something I just read. That's- it's called a Soul Egg Roll. It costs mm. you $12, it say. It's stuffed with fried chicken and mac and cheese and turnip greens. It's good. That sounds amazing. It's very oh. good. Shelly, do you eat fried chicken? I do. I didn't know if you ate fried chicken. I know you like to keep on the healthy side, though. I try not to eat that much meat, but I right. Yes, I right. splurge. Yeah, special sage is a special occasion. Right, right. Absolutely. They also have fish and chip with uh, with jalapeno coleslaw. Oh my god! I love, I love a coleslaw. I love jalapenos because it will clear you, know, you out. You'll be so thin. You know, someone thought everyone thinks that coleslaw <laughs> was named after a person. It wasn't really. Cole wasn't a person. It's Does, do people think that? Yeah. <laughs> I, had no, I had no idea that people thought that. Not, see, I, I you know, I I, I I yearn for vast and useless knowledge. You I know that, I, and I love a food trivia. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, yes, I do. And um, but it's uh, basically it came from the Dutch term coleslaw. Oh, which is. Uh, Dutch for salad, apparently. Are you for real? Right have, yeah, I'm serious. I want to have a kuslaw. 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 It just came. It's like chest pie. I got it with the chest. It was just pie. So, you know, it's just a pie. Just pie, chest pie, chest pie. That's what it came. Yeah. I'm so impressed right now. Girl. What else, okay. you want? What else y'all won't know? Uh, mm. Why do they call Big Ben Big Ben? It's because of the bell inside of the... You, uh, why do you know that? It's not actually the tower. I know that. It's the one bell. It's the biggest bell in the tower at Parliament House in London. It's Big Ben. Because I know all this useless who's, shit. Who's third in line for the crown? Third now. Third is uh, George, Prince George. Uh, no, third. 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 Uh, It'd be William. Well, no, it's third. It's George. No, third. W- William is second. Charles is oh. first in line. William is second. George is third. Charles is fourth. Charlotte's fourth. Yes, and that because that's they've gotten rid of the the, the primogeniture. Do you understand? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Before you know, they have a younger brother, Louis. He would get it back in the several years ago. If Louis was born, it knocked Charlotte down a peg, but now it doesn't. And if Charlotte had been first born, she would have been next in line. Is it still is it still exciting to do that kind of 
stuff. I mean, is is the royal family still exciting to, to you? me? To me, it's my it's my passion actually. Though not just the current royal family, but all that history of. England I love the history of royal families, but is the current one just as exciting? I think because it's fun. They're they're actually human, more human now, don't you think? I mean, back in the day, they didn't do anything. You didn't. I mean, they did. Okay, everything that people are hearing nowadays about the current royal family. Say starting with Diana and all that, and the divorces. Um, honey, there are so many people born on the wrong side of the blanket. Mm. It, that everybody had a ministry. So everybody, kept, you married for what you're supposed to marry for, and you got your rocks off elsewhere. I mean, you fulfilled your obligation. You had your heir. You had your spare, and you went on. You know. But um, yeah, I think it's fun because now I think they're more. But but everyone's a lot critical. Like, I mean, I really don't know. Um, why there was such a big hubbub over uh, Harry and Meghan using private jets to go places. I guess it wasn't fuel efficient or money. It was extravagant and all this. But they've done it for years. Why are you picking on those folks? I know William and Kate have made a, 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 a example by going commercial. Well, they fly commercial. George was third. Who's George? Uh, that is William and Kate's son, the oldest son, Prince George. Oh, so it wouldn't go to Harry. It goes. No. Oh, Harry's goes. way down now. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, now that there's kids involved. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Charles is next. It's William, George, Charlotte, Louis. Charlotte is George's sister. sister. Yes. Louis is George's and Charlotte's brother. And then it goes to Harry's sixth. So isn't he's, he'll never see it. So yeah. just because he was second born. Yes. Yes. He yeah. actually got the better end of the deal. Well, I mean, you didn't I I have to worry. He's not, you know, there, there was all kinds of talk about it and back in the, you know, when they interviewed him, they like, poor, poor, poor William. <laughs> he's got to live up to something. I don't have to, basically. Not that he said that, but that's what he got. You know. He got a royal wedding, and he doesn't even have to be royal. Well, they're doing their part for their grandmother uh you know everybody's chipping in at her 93 years of age she's slowing down a little bit so they're all chipping in and doing public appearances yeah i mean yeah well, well i mean their wedding was not a state occasion as it was for william and kate okay, so we got off on the whole tangent about royal family but you saw that the crown season three is coming out this yes weekend. yes 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 another they, they take um you know some license because they weren't in the exact room and know what exactly is sure but, you know, on the first season, wasn't the queen a contributor of some sort? I don't think so. She would never contribute to. I'm excited about Olivia Coleman. Yeah, but I love her. I mean, I love Claire Foy, but I uh, Olivia's great. Did you see that she apparently had uh, met William and asked him if he watched? He's like, oh, oh no, no, I don't watch. Oh no, I don't watch. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. she's like, it was kind of awkward. Oh, do you watch The Crown? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> First of all, why wouldn't he? If someone made a uh, mini series, I mean, do they watch television? Yeah, the, uh, well, I don't know. I know the Queen watches all the news. I know programs. she likes Golden Girls, and she liked um, uh, some of those. Uh, there was a um, some of the I don't even know, but I know she watches all the news programs and reads every newspaper. Apparently, some years ago, she hired all the Golden Girls to do a live performance for her. Did she now? Oh, that's wonderful. I don't. I'm eating this candy corn, excuse me. I'm not sure if she hired them, but, you know, she asked them and they showed Commanded. Them. Them. You are commanded. Come do a performance. <laughs> we also interviewed Brandon Leslie and yes. Joe Osment. Joe Osment was nominated for Visionary. Yes, I believe he was. Yes, he was a nominee that night. We had a kind of an emotional interview with them. Yes. Yeah, well, they got emotional. We were just sitting there. Well. We were victims of their emotions. We were trying to be very, uh, what's the word, uh, 
uh, demure. Well, just being uh, 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 neutral as uh, people in the media often Wait, have to be. I, I don't know if y'all know this, but me, the journalistic integrity of Allison and myself is high. Neutrality is key. You know, I you know I I, I try to keep that. I, I I'm 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 gonna be that. To, who was the girl uh, on the? Um, oh, what was her name that sat there while R. Kelly was ranting and raving? Oh my gosh, um, uh, on Gail CBS. Gail King. Yeah. I'd be Gail King. What a great photo for her. Mm. He's up there screaming and yelling. She's like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Why don't we uh, go ahead and play that clip so people can see Let's how emotional those two it. actually were. Oh, Lord. Oh, she wants her on his... Sit on my wants, face and on my lips face. embrace you. Hello. We have got Brandon Hello. Leslie. Oh, I'm so excited. It's the first time I've been on the podcast. Oh, my God. Ah. A podcast. Yeah. There's no payment for this. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. That's she all don't right. get paid for much of it. It's, it's, just for your wonder, anyway. it's just your wonderful uh, uh-huh. ability to... Uh, willingness to uh, let us grill uh, okay, you. Okay, honey. Do you need another drink? Yeah. Hey, man, we do. God damn it. We, we tried to get someone to deliver someone. No, we okay. did now, this is true. She actually pulled me from the bar line. I did. I haven't even gotten my drink. Yet. And, and Love the first you so much. one? Yes. The first one? Yeah, I haven't had one yet. Oh, I bet you had one at home. Well, I had one at home. Yeah, I know you, girl. Yeah, actually, Joe Osmond sent his 1993 limo to come oh, pick us see, up. Oh, see, y'all got Have the you, limo yes. ride. That's no. what happened last year. I was in it. You were in it last year. That's right. Oh. And uh, we picked you up at the corner of Cleveland and Poplar, <laughs> Well, well it's my normal corner. spot. Her yes, regular ma'am. corner. Now, Brandon Leslie, you're here representing uh, who? Well, I'm with the Pegasus table. I yeah. guess we're not nominated this year, but uh, we are a past winner, and we're very proud of well, that. But you are a finalist for that grant, too. We're finalists for that grant. Yes. So we're, you know, we're, That's why our, I assumed you would be here. Our, our fingers are crossed for that. There's Mr. Osmond. He's walking oh, by right now. Oh, Peg, Peg, Pegasus. He is nominated for the Visionary Award. You now, are a nominee, I've Joe. Yes. double vision. Double vision. Let's grab you, too. Oh, she has to go to the bathroom. Oh. She says it's not an option. He said we can't this, wait. It'll be, be a bad thing if he waits. This is live. I wonder who's listening right now. Oh, the well, entire audience. Live, but it'll be listen. edited. So, you know. Listen, uh, Brandon, yes. uh, what would it mean to Pegasus to win the grant that Focus is giving out? Well, I think it means a lot for our production value. You know, one thing that we have always strived to do is provide a community for local LGBT artists to come in and a different kind of art. If you ever went to one of our balls, you've seen our costuming, Mm -hmm. our costume design, our feathered back pieces, our uh, table decorations. The whole venue is is transformed, if you will. Um, I think we could do a lot with bringing in maybe some artists from outside of Memphis to help uh, develop that side of the the, the ball that we do every year and, and provide maybe some scholarships for high school kids to come in oh, and, that would be and do things like that. That's That would be fun things that, that we haven't explored uh, that we could do sometime in the future. Brandon... Uh You've been to the Focus Awards probably every year that it's been in existence. Uh, What does the Focus Awards mean to you, you think? Well, it's a nice recognition of selfless community service. Um, (laughs) Let let me say one thing about this gentleman that's sitting or standing behind me right now. Joe Osmond just walked in. Joe Osmond. Trailblazer nominee. No, he's not. He's a visionary. He's not he's a visionary. Okay, yes, Whichever. Oh, honey, honey, he don't qualify. He don't girl. qualify for that. But like this gentleman behind me, he does a lot for the community in raising money and raising funds. 
But there's one aspect of something he does for the community that doesn't get a lot of credit. There is no greater civil rights activist here in Memphis for the individual than Joseph Osmond. For for over 30 years, this gentleman has fought for the civil liberties of men, women, children, uh, circuit court, federal court, juvenile court. He has been a tireless advocate against the death penalty. He has been a tireless advocate for his clients, and he has represented the, the least, the last, and the lost here in Memphis for over 30 years, and I just want to say I'm very proud to call him my friend. Oh. Joe Osmond, if, for those who don't know, are also like he's, he's also aligned with Pegasus. Uh, what's yeah. your title right now in Pegasus? My title in Pegasus? Yes. You're, You're a board vice member. President. You're vice president. I'm vice president in Pegasus. <laughs> oh, I thought, but I'm not king or queen. No. Not yet, but you're, you're the vice president. Joe, uh, <laughs> but I, I am vice president, though, yes. Uh, what does it mean to be a part of uh, Pegasus, who is nominated to receive the, the focus grant, and what does it mean to be a nominee for the Visionary Award this evening? Which question do you want me to answer first? I want you to answer all of them, baby. Go ahead. Um, Talk about I'm, the grant. What would 20000 do? The $20,000 for Pegasus, uh, well, as you know, our, our um, cause this year is Shepherd County Drug Court Foundation. Oh, here we go. I, um, it's better. I, I don't know ex- where we would put that 20000 I would hope it would go through a cheer- for a charity this year or next year, but it would definitely go to a charity. And I will tell you, the uh, cause this year is a very special cause. I think everybody you talk to, gay, straight, white, black, it doesn't matter where they come from, rich, poor, Everybody has somebody they know that has probably had a drug problem. A lot of people have people they know that have died from a drug problem. Oh, yeah. And the Drug Court Foundation of the Drug Court is about helping people and getting them in treatment, and it saves lives. Uh, the people that make it through the program, that change their lives, that change the way they look at the world, that decide through that program that they aren't going to use drugs again, that could be somebody dead with a needle in their arm mm-hmm. if they did not have that opportunity. And so that $20,000, I would hope it would be up to the, to the crew. But I would hope if we won that $20,000 that part of that could at least go to, to our charity this year, which we're trying to raise uh, $50,000 for them this year. Uh, we raised $50,000 for our charity last year. We're hoping we do again this year. But that $20,000 would be a great step toward our goal and if we decided to hold that over for another cause next year i think that would be great too but i it will go to a good cause joe i can see with the way that you answered that question that uh you are uh even if you don't win this evening very 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 qualified to win the award that you're nominated for which is the visionary award again uh i don't think there's many people in memphis who qualify for that award and the fact that you even qualify means that you're an amazing person or have amazing things that are going on in your world what would it mean to you to be recognized for that award this evening i would be very humbled there are so many people quite frankly that have done so many things in the gay community um i was very honored to be nominated for that uh i don't think words to be to be recognized in the community from the people you love and things of that nature. Um, I don't know if you can put that in words. It's a very humbling, humbling thing. 
Well, it is so lovely to have Pegasus here. It's lovely to have... Pegasus. I'm Queen Pegasus. She is queen. There are many people that deserve that. I'm just... There's so many people that deserve that. I would feel good to be within... To be considered in such of a great group of people. I think that you're among a long uh, list of people, uh, and your contemporaries usually are those people, even Brandon Leslie, who uh, we had just a minute ago. Uh, we're so lucky to have Pegasus here. We're so lucky to have Queen Pegasus oh, here. Yes. Uh, and Friends of Georgia's. Friends of yes. Georgia's for the People's Choice. Nominated Probably, for People's Choice tonight. Probably the odds on favorite, in my oh. opinion. What they have done the last two years, they've gone younger. They've di- diversified their membership. Ooh. They have... They, <laughs> What? They've gone no, younger. Yes, we have, bitch. Yeah. They've gone younger. They've diversified their membership. Yes, yes. They've raised a ton of money every year for various charities around town. By far, probably my f- the, the favorite tonight. And I, if I if I was a betting man, I put it all on uh, Friends of Georgia's. So for we the don't people. win. Turn that table over, girl. Greatest shows on earth. <laughs> well, uh, we're so thankful to have Brandon Leslie and Joe Osmond. Good Osmond. luck to you both. You. One for uh, Pegasus, <laughs> one for Pegasus, and then one for the Visionary Award. Thank you, boys, so much. Good luck My tonight. My favorite boys in Memphis. And what about this cat meme? <laughs> I'm so cat? sick of that cat meme. I mean, what does it mean? But but it's so funny. That the other day when Camille was doing my makeup, we did make some funny things. Like she wanted to come up with a few things, but she wouldn't do it. Uh, like Give Broad Avenue it. Arts District, the cat would go, "It's Binghampton." <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Actually, that we should we should have done that. <laughs> have you seen those ones somebody's putting up that was biblical that one that someone said uh, there were no motorized vehicles in the bible uh, it says in act 2 they all left in one accord <laughs> um, oh candy corn do you like candy corn I used to I don't think I've had it in probably 20 years can I taste it mm, oh yeah it's what nobody really wants to get in their Halloween basket. It's I love sugar. I love it. I love candy corn. It you know, what, what, what was sugar. the candy you didn't like to get? I mean, I hated those peanut butter kisses. That Whoppers. Oh, I love a Whopper. I, I love a Whopper, too, and a Rolo. I like Rolo. I a Rolo. Rolo stay on your teeth forever. What are those? But they were, the, they're always, candy for they were always in pla- black or orange um, wrappers. Oh, the, it, was like a, it was like a, yeah, it was like a peanut butter to- toffee. But they were or nasty and... But you'd eat it if it was in your basket. Mm. The worst was when you went to like some old lady's house and she just had a um, bowl of peppermints. You know, I used to love peppermints as a kid. I know, but that's not what you want on Halloween. That's not what I wanted. I think what I what I wanted was Reese's Pieces all the time, or not Reese's, but you know Reese's, Reese's cups, or yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that yeah. Reese's Pieces were the little like okay. I, I like wanted peanut butter and chocolate cups. Yeah. You remember the old commercials where they would just stick, you know, you've got your peanut butter in my chocolate. You've got your chocolate in my peanut butter. What hey. kind of porn starts out like that? It wasn't a porn. It was a Reese's Cup commercial, honey. Well, it sounds like it could get the start to a good time. On the commercial? T- yeah. Oh, you put your dildo in my lube. <laughs> Stop. Literally. <laughs> what? You put your lube in my dildo. Well, let's go work this out. That's Why do you have so much... Lube that someone could stick something inside of it. That's so much lube. What? Well, you it's easier that way, didn't you know? Like a jar. I'm just pick, you're eating candy corn out of a mason jar. I'm picturing that full of lube. Mm. Well, 
You know, they do have those big industrial pumps now, I believe. I, I don't know. I don't need I that. am single now. Maybe I need a pump station in my I don't bedroom. need it. <laughs> I don't own lube. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't want to say. Why is that, Chelly? Do, do you do you self lubricate? I do. Um, That's what I always thought. Let me ask you a question. I mean, That's I'm sure your... if I was doing some things that I'm not doing now, that I might need it. Yeah, but that's not the Talk case. Talk about it. you know. My mother also are, listens to this what, podcast. What is it? So. What, oh, what, what are some interesting things that you've used as lubricant? The most interesting thing. I'll tell you mine. Spit? R- rose oil. What's oh. that? You know, facial oil that you're, that's meant for your face. <laughs> it's like, or I don't know. I think it's vitamin E oil, whatever it is. You know, facial oil. I've used it as lube before in a pinch. Coconut oil in a pinch. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah, lovely for yeah. it's lovely for the pH of your uh, genitalia. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, back in the seventies, it was all you know. I didn't particip- participate, but they said Crisco was always the. That's disgusting. It was. It was called uh, you know, the. Uh, that is absolutely vile. One of the monikers of George's was Crisco Disco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Is Crisco animal lard? It is. It's animal. That makes me want to crawl in a hole. It is. But you know, really, you could also. Um, that was a bad phrase to say. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, what hole do you want to crawl oh, God. in? Yeah, I'm. Um, uh, so, you get infections too that so, way. So, so, not Crisco. Any other any fun lubricant ideas? Lotion, hand lotions. That's Jer- good. Jergen. I've used yeah. hand lotion once. Jergen's in a pinch. Not a good decision. No, it's not a good decision because there's uh, other stuff. And you know, then you learn that, uh, about that. You learn about your hand lotion then because it's like this is burning. I um, don't want to go into particulars, but chapstick will not work. <laughs> what flavor? I'm just like this. cherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not going to particulars, but chapstick. Do not try it. I don't think this is going to work. I told you it wasn't going to work. Oh, my God. CarMax. CarMax. Oh, my God. Oh, Vaseline. They used to to joke about, you know, people would leave, um, you know, how heterosexual married couples. I don't know if straight uh, gay married couples do this. They used to leave their lube beside their bed in their drawer. And when you get an advanced in years, sometimes you need other things for your... um, Pleasure. Well, no, for your joints, like Ben Gay. Oh, oh my God! And watch out where. Oh, and I they see would where be in the, in the heat of the moment and pick up the wrong uh, tube of. That is really a ruiner. <laughs> you talk about being you talk about stoking a fire yeah. in somebody. That serves you right for being married heterosexual. That talks about you, uh, yeah, having aches and pains and getting old. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just joking. Um, I'm trying to think what. Uh, I guess the rose oil is my most creative one. I definitely have used olive oil before. It also is a great way to take off your makeup. Is olive, olive oil, and apparently, according to Camille, straight um, unsalted butter. Yes, well, she's known. Uh, she had to do that with parquet one time. That's salted margarine, but it took her. Face I was going to say, what the fuck is parquet? It's the margarine. Oh. Uh, or maybe she did use butter. I thought it was parquet. Whatever. Uh, I mean, she had, um, was in same. a pinch and needed to take her face off because uh, she wasn't at home. <laughs> She's often not at home. And uh, God, today, when I was walking into uh, that place that I was walking into, um, 
uh, I was dressed in full drag, and a guy driving a camper honked at me, and that's the mo- most action in drag I've gotten in a while. You remember we were walking down the street that time to Condemonium down Union Avenue, and, the, God, and, big truck. and that guy the truck, the ladder, and I kept saying, Goldie, do not go to a truck with a He g-. was handsome, though. Yes, but you don't walk to a guy you don't know is in a truck with a big ladder. That just doesn't sound good. You know, And you're I, in drag. The Straight people don't ever understand this, but when I'm in drag, I'm very popular uh, like with straight men. And when I tell straight friends of that, they're always really confused, like, why? And I'm like, first of all, it's your friend group. I don't know. Um, but also, uh, it's not be- it's not because I look like a woman. Because they're wondering, because I don't really look like a woman. They're like, why does this guy want to hook up with you? You look like uh, the She-Hulk. That's why he wants to hook up with you. Don't. I look- why do you think I play? I do look like the She-Hulk. Oh, you do not. Come on. Let me show you a picture of the She-Hulk. <laughs> Hold on. I got this for you. I mean, you have to get over the fact that you're tall. That's just a southern thing. Uh, to be tall, I was is... told that by somebody one time. Oh, so they're going to make um, they're going to make She Hulk into a movie or something? Oh, She Hulk is that something I should know about? Oh. Is that is that like She Ra? No, She Ra is something different. This is the She Man and She Ra. Were they together? This is the I mean, uh, the same type of yes, thing? they were brilliant sister. Oh, She Hulk. Oh, is, so that little person below turns into She Hulk. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> or not, I guess, but doesn't that look like me? No. Why do you think you don't look that imposing? Oh my gosh! Stop. Look, this is this is me talking to Michael Collins. <laughs> stop. Um. No, it is funny, though, especially uh, when you do get those folks that um, um, try to chat you up in a bar or whatever, and you're sitting there, and they know, they know your tea, mm. and they know you're not, but, but, but when you stand, when I stand up, it's like, whoa. They're like, okay, well, that's way more than I had bet on the table. It sort of takes them aback because, I mean, you're sitting there and, then, oh, well, you're just, and then all of a sudden you stand. I got to, excuse me, I've got to go to the bathroom and, whoop. <laughs> Pardon me, do you know where the ladies Six foot eight. <laughs> well, in heels, I'm not really, but they're like, oh, you're awfully tall. Yep. If you could be. Yeah, any, is that a problem? Huh? Yeah. If, if you could be any superhero, which one would you choose? I don't even know. Um, let's see, who are the superheroes? Uh, 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 uh. I dream of Jeannie. You don't think I look like her? Well, I mean, you got big hair. I mean, who doesn't? How dare you? Have you ever thought about going like green like that and really just playing it up? Yeah, you could do that Halloween next year. I wanted to do it for Halloween this year, but I was going through a divorce and I wasn't in my oh. own home. Or I was, but it was just, <laughs> just I was gotten in. I just gotten in and didn't want to spray the place. So do you green. like you do like your new place, don't you? Uh short answer, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, clo- it's 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 still in Midtown, right? It's in Midtown, but I mean, the I have to live alone. I don't. For those of you out there who live alone, maybe you can uh, message me your. Shelly, you tips. live alone, don't you? Yeah, I've lived alone for about three years now. You like it? No. No, I do like it. I do miss having someone around. You know, like not really to interact with them, but just knowing that they're there. I guess there's I a security that. thing about someone being there. But also, I'm really glad not to have a roommate because I've had bad roommate. Oh yeah, Ro- in the roommate. Past. So so so, Micah Goldie. 
Pick one. Stick with it. Goldie, so would, would you be willing to ever go with a roommate situation? I thought about a roommate in this transitional time. I actually was living with Camille while I was looking yes, for an apartment. I know, I know. And that went very well. That was very easy. Um, so if I was going to stay with... No, I, I didn't consider a roommate. Uh-huh. I did well, you know, because roommate situations are different than... You know, it's just, I'd love to save the money. I mean, it's 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 good on you know with the with bills and splitting expenses and all, but but you got to put up with their habits and I think you know, honey, let me tell you, you're getting a little bit. You can put up with a whole lot from somebody if you ain't getting shit from them <laughs> sexually. You don't want to put up with that stuff. Especially, you know what I'm especially leaving a relationship, or maybe it's just my relationship, but I think it's probably indicative of every relationship. When you're leaving a relationship and you're at the um, you have to do what a partner says or heed what a partner says. In this regard, I think it's worth the 300 or 400 to $500 a month just so I don't have to hear anybody bitch for a while. Even if it's just... You hit the people. nail on the head there, sister, I, woman, girl. I just could not stand to Honey, hear anybody. Honey, there is something about the fact you can make that peanut butter sandwich in your kitchen. It's your peanut butter sandwich in your you kitchen. You might lick anytime. the spoon, put it back in. Put it back in there. Eat out of the jar if you want to. Ain't got to worry about nothing. It's when, good. When, when Camille and I were living together, she get on that AMB and she'll wake up in the middle of the night and have herself a peanut butter snack. <laughs> peanut butter be everywhere. Um, <laughs> not on the dogs, hopefully. <laughs> oh, that peanut butter be everywhere. Well, you know, sometimes I'd, I'd be awake on the gin and tonics and uh, she'd take it her AMB and she'd be all loopy and we, or I'd come back for a bar. I don't hear those people, have they done something to the ambient to make it a little more, I don't think people are doing the stuff they used to like. There was, uh, you know, sleep, Texting and sleep well, driving. Well, that's because I used to date a girl, and I knew, I could tell. When that's because people on were Ambien. taking it improperly. I think. They were no. taking they sleep, extramarital affairs. I don't know. Was, I uh, like that a, sounds like an excuse. <laughs> I'm know. sorry, I was on the Ambien. Oh, honey, I didn't mean to go fuck her. I was on Ambien. Didn't know what I was doing. Oh, that's happened to me a couple times. Well, you're on the Ambien. I don't. I, you know, I get uh, something told uh, by people that they get upset because I when. Um, Go on trips or whatever. They said, you just, your head hits the pillow and you're just out. You're out. I said, well, hey, normally when I'm on a trip with you, we're out drinking and I pass the fuck out. That's what it is. It ain't because I went to sleep. I, it ain't, you know, I do have trouble going to sleep, but I just still don't think I need to take anything to do it. Do y'all like the melatonin? I haven't tried melatonin. I just stick to recreational is drugs. Is that natural? Is melatonin natural? It gives me crazy dreams. Just take though. THC. What's that? Is that the marijuana? No. It does make me sleepy. My girl girl delivers to me. Her name, I shouldn't say her name. Don't say her name. No, no, we still ain't legal. My girl delivers to me. I would like to know her name after we record this. (laughs) My my girl delivers to me, uh, and uh, she always has a basket full of baked goods in her car. Oh, is it the same one that used to do it a long time ago? Uh, Which one? Uh, Yeah, probably. Never mind. Well, she's trying to mouth uh, uh, narc on people on our podcast. <laughs> Narcan. First of all, <laughs> although I am <laughs> raising money for the Shelby County Drug Court Foundation Ooh, this year, <laughs> I don't do drugs. I just do marijuana. It's not really a drug. It's like an herb. Well, this has been a lovely new edition <laughs> of Refocus. Ooh, we winded it on down, and we're so glad that you tuned in. Uh, I'm Goldie D. I'm Alice in Wonderland. Please. 
check us out again when you can. Um, the next place that you'll see Alice in Wonderland is at the Thanksgiving party next weekend. At, at the Evergreen Theater, yeah. This might come out after that. Probably will. Um, and then you'll see us both at my birthday party on the 30th. Yes. Of, of some varying degree of the both of us. <laughs> um, uh, that's my birthday. Everyone's invited to my birthday oh. party at the Zebra Lounge, uh, November 30th. Uh, there's a DJ K and uh, Goldie D and David Winter. And then um, you'll see us on the 21st at the Deli. At the Young Avenue Deli, yes. Oh, my gosh. Next it's always month. a fun show. I love we'll the Deli We'll be back, shows. back, back at the Deli the 21st of December. Celebrate. Get your Yule Well, on. no, I'm actually, we're calling it Goldie D Celebrates the Anti-Christmas. Anti- oh, so it's nothing with the Christmas. Nothing with Christmas. Only sex, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Some. <laughs> Anti-Christmas. We we're nailing up. Oh, thing. but I just bought a cute frock. I thought it'd be. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You, you you have. I'm sure in December you have so many things to wear it to. Yes, I do. Well, we'll, be, we'll also be back in December with a, a brand new second episode of our new oh, season, Refocus Podcast, and we want to also thank our lovely producer Chelly Bowman. Chelly Bowman, who's Nasser Chelly? Yay! So happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here. Okay. Until next time, keep it tight. And keep it right. Uh. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D and Allison Wonderland. Music for this episode is Summer Swing by Sasha Ende. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.